This is The Bracket, a podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We have them battle it out to see which movie will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. And on today's show, we have Goodwill Hunting versus Forrest Gump. That's clean. That was you know bad. what would be funny? Is as we do the, the we banter, we bicker, everybody says we battle Star Galactica together. Really? It'd be kind of gay. Then we say, um, what about <laughs> right, we sorry. say our names and then we say what we're here for? That also would be great. <laughs> no? Son of a bitch. On today's show, <laughs> we have Francisco, we have our producer who must not be named, and we have myself, Rich. You can find me at, at Flippies All Day on Twitter. You can find me at Just Cisco at Twitter. And the producer will not be named. You can find me at your local Walmart. Nice. That's kind of creepy, y'all. In the Blue Corner, movie released in 1997, starring Matt Damon, Robin Williams, Minnie Driver, and Ben Affleck. Won the Academy Award for Best Screenplay and the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Weighing in at two hours and six minutes, Goodwill Hunting. And in the Red Corner, movie that was released in 1994, starring Tom Hanks, Robin Wright, Gary Sinise, and Sally Field. This movie won Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Director, Best Writing Adaptation, Best Film Editing, and Best Visual Effects. Forrest Gump. It's a really bummer I didn't write down how long that movie was. Too long. That's how long that movie was. Legit too long. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Good Will Hunting. Have you seen it before this week? <clears throat> no. It was actually my first time watching it. Uh... So initial thoughts. I thought it was great. I thought it was... It actually, it was actually better than I thought, um, and I don't, I don't know why, but I have, I have to think it was because he was just this kid, um, doing janitorial, mm-hmm. um, you know that, you know, it's what, what college was it? MIT or Harvard? Harvard. Um, so yeah, I was, I was blown away by, by the story and what what they had to implement in there. Yeah. Um, I think I saw it five, six years ago the first time. Um, I don't remember exactly the first time I watched it, but it was one of those movies that like everybody just said, make sure you watch this movie, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of into the movies, so I really want to see anything that people recommend. Right. Um, but I think it was about six years ago. I didn't love it the first time I watched it, though. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just I didn't get it. Right. But I might have just been too young at the time. Six years ago? Yeah, I'm still too young for nice. certain things right now. No, no, I'm not. I'm not questioning it. I'm yeah. just. I was just trying to pinpoint the timeline of. Uh, yeah. Of of younger rich six yeah. years ago. So maybe 21, 22 ish. Oh wow. Not a good time for me to be watching emotional movies. I don't think. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what is this queer shit? <laughs> um. So what were what were some of oh, who did you see it first with? Uh, by myself. I actually. Um, the first you time I had to see bracket, it huh? for the bracket, yeah, that's how dedicated I am. Um, and it was great. I liked the cast. Um, it felt like two different movies, but not in a bad way. You know, like you had the whole um, mm-hmm. professor trying to find a, a suitable um, shrink for for yeah. Matt Damon, for not yeah for it's Matt kind Damon. of a weird story. And but it's, I'm not mad at it because yeah. it's it's it, it's breaking down how. Uh, how intelligent this guy is, um, which was great. I also like uh, Robin Williams in this in this movie. He, Amazing. he kills the role. Amazing. Um, what were some of your favorite moments? I want to say when he's telling him the story about why he didn't go to that game, and it's Dude, because he, he was like, "Sorry so guys, good. it's I it's I have to meet a girl. Uh, I, I have to see about a girl." Yeah. Um, I think that's one of my that's, favorite moments. That's a in the super movie. good line. And then what's what's cool for me is is growing up in in New England, mm-hmm. all the sports channels will show that Carlton Fisk walk off home run all the time. Mm-hmm. So like when I was growing up, I probably saw that home run video 150 times. Mm-hmm. So when Robin Williams tells the story where he's like, "Yeah, I was going to be at that game." It's just like, "Oh my god, that was right. that was the game to go to." Yeah. And then he's all, yeah, but I didn't go. Mm-hmm. So that's a super good point. That is a really good moment in the movie. What happened to that actress, Minnie Williams? Minnie Driver. Minnie She's Driver. actually a singer now. Is she, she really? She like, re- released an album last summer. Like, no way. Weird, like, out of nowhere. But she hasn't done that much since then. Hmm. She we... was super famous for a while, though. Can we put a little bit on it, or will we get copies right it? 
I'll try. <laughs> I can put it right now. We don't yeah, have to do it post uh Um I think the some of my favorite moments obviously um the 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 storyline with him and Sean being uh, Robin Williams' character, mm-hmm. their like eventual breakdown was probably one of my most memorable moments in any movie. Mm-hmm. His his it's not your fault speech, right? Like that that kills, dude. So that to me, whenever I think about best moments in any movie, that's legit up on my list. Okay, this is the thing. I've been saying that line without knowing where it's from. The it's not your fault. That's funny for years, and you know where I heard it first. Community? Family Guy. That's funny. Yeah, I heard a Family Guy <laughs> family from... Family Guy being from, on the nose. From, yes. Um, so, and the whole time I thought it was a hilarious scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not your fault. And like, it's it's um, it's um, Brian saying it to Stewie. Yeah. And at the end of the same thing, uh, Stewie breaks down and starts crying and all That's this. Funny. And I thought it was hilarious. So when I saw that back in... Uh, in Goodwill in Hunting. In Hunting, I was... I, I just started cracking up. Funny. It's hilarious. That's super funny. I actually... Um, when, when Robin Williams died... Uh, you know, three or four years ago now. Mm-hmm. I remember that night I went home and just binged all of my Robin Williams movies. Wow. So, like, that moment, I'm sobbing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, fucking Robin Williams is dead, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, any movie that he's in, I, I have, like, a special place in my heart because I grew up watching Jumanji I, and I, stuff I, I like guess. that. Yeah. So, like, I didn't see his dramatic stuff until I was older. Right. Um, um, so, I'll, best actually, quotes? Before actually, we, before we move on, um, I want to say, um, it actually... It got my sentimental side as mm-hmm. soon as they put uh, Robin Williams in um in that first uh, scene in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I was like, oh shit! I forgot he was you know I forgot he passed away a couple years ago. Yeah, because you know like it's he's you he was still such feel like he's a big around. yeah he was such a big character in um you know in, in movies and growing up everything yeah. yeah. Well, like I didn't really like Flubber, but like I saw that movie a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of Robin Williams like like I grew up on my childhood. Yeah. Um, any other moments you want to bring up before we move on to quotes? Uh, I mean, yes, bar scene. Oh my god, so good! One of the best uh, scenes ever. He, yeah, you know, yeah, he, that bar scene's super good. Especially because, like, I I know me and you have those conversations where we're saying like, like we just don't feel like people have their own Identity. thoughts and I and, yeah. and, and 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 you know, like you said, identities. So when you see somebody getting trashed because they're just quoting a whole book, yeah. it just it, it, it you can relate to yeah. to a character that you if know. you haven't seen the movie, please take a take a your time to, to like please. this. He he's in the bar and and this Ben Affleck's character is trying to hit on a girl, and the the douchey Harvard guy comes over to be like, "Oh, you think you're so smart? I know you don't go to my college. Right. You would have known about this class and that class." And Matt Damon just steps in. And he's like, "Dude, I'm not gonna let you bully my friend because you think you're better than him for going to this school." Mm-hmm. And just breaks it down because he read all the books right. that this you know, learned student has, but he didn't pay for the college. So yeah. it's very good, like, anti-bullying thing, but it kind of gets me to one of my, like, biggest fears in this movie is Matt Damon is actually super, super dangerous. Like, he is manipulative. Like, he knows how to sense weakness in a yes. character. Mm-hmm. So back to Robin Williams' character, when he's looking at the painting in Robin Williams' office, he says, like, sounds like you're on a boat, like, in the ocean, you're struggling, mm-hmm. and Robin Williams says a line I want to say. It's, it's like... Uh, I did this painting after my wife died. Mm-hmm. And Matt Damon, like, you see the wheels start to turn in his head. Right. Like, he, he sensed just... the weakness, and he attacked, and he attacked, mm-hmm. and he attacked Robin Williams. And I was like, dude, that guy's scary. If right. you get on a, on Matt Damon's bad side in this movie, yeah. or Will Hunting's bad side, right. it's not the place you want to be, because he'll wreck you. Mm-hmm. He just, he found your weakness and killed you for it. Yeah. And then, most people, if you, if, you know, a stranger attacks your weakness, you're going to push them away, and you're never going to let them anywhere yeah. near you. But yeah. Robin Williams... On the bench scene, maybe 15 minutes later in the movie, basically breaks it down. He's like, I understand why you did that. I love that scene. It's so, so good. And, yeah. like, if I think when I watched it the first time, I didn't catch it. I was like, mm-hmm. why are they talking on the bench? I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, like, he completely understands why Matt Damon is the way he is. And he doesn't let it bother him. Not only that, but he he sees that it's, it's um he just knows, like, you know, it's all knowledge. It's not experience. You know, and he, he, he puts that down in um it's in that bench point. scene. He just says, you know, you're saying all this, and you just read it off a book, but you've never had the actual experience, and after that, I didn't think about you once. Yeah. You know, which you know shows you what kind of character Ron was. And it's also a good way to handle bullying in general. Oh, yeah, of course. The second, like, you know, you relate that to real people who try to pick on you for stuff you can't control, you're like, it's, well, why do I care? 
not you can't control and can't relate. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody has a story. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Um, best quotes. I have to see about a girl for yes. sure. Yes. Um, I love at the end of the movie when he writes the line and, and Robin Williams takes a little like note out of the, uh-huh. the mailbox. He's all son of a bitch stole he my stole line. Stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> super good. Um, how you like them apples? That's super good. Yeah. There's a lot of good lines in in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other big ones though. No, not super memorable ones at least. I really wish that actress was more. Um, Mini Driver. Yeah, I think she just fell out of the map. But the, obviously, I don't know. Saying, I don't know exactly her story, but I know that she she's done a lot more. She might have done Broadway or something like that. She's she was in a lot of stuff in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not a lot of stuff we watched, but I remember she was more famous. Um, biggest flaws of the movie. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't really think of a flaw. Maybe because it was the first time watching it, yeah. I couldn't really, um, you know, find, find nitpick little things. Maybe yeah. after rewatching it a couple times, I can actually find a couple flaws. What about you? The Ben Affleck scene at, towards the end of the movie, where Ben Affleck is opening up the beer on the side of the truck. They just finished a work day, mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck's like, "So when are you gonna take one of these jobs, dude?" Right. And Matt Damon's like, oh, man, I, I just want to sit here with you, man. Like, watch football games on Sunday. Like, I'm no different from you guys. And Ben Affleck gets super wise out of nowhere. He's like Yoda. And he's yeah. just like, no, you better not fucking be here in 20 years. If you're here in 20 years with taking our kids to Little League, I'm going to kick your ass. And goes on this whole spiel about, you know, right. you have to be better than us because you have this opportunity. You'd be spitting in our faces if you didn't go but and achieve all, all the things you could. And... Sorry. Uh-huh. No, 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 just sorry. to finish it, it and to me it was just like Ben Affleck had been a fucking shitty dude the whole movie like he'd only been like the friend to pat on his back the whole movie and out of nowhere he's this wise like character that tells Matt Damon to fucking beat it I, I like that scene but I love there the was scene. real no context for him to just out of nowhere be like yeah we're gonna you're gonna be a good guy now I don't know cause like if you see like the way I saw it it, it, they had a, a, a brotherhood bond. Yeah. The whole movie. They did. You know, so like, you know, they, they watch each other's back in, in different scenarios. You know, this guy was smart. This guy's, you know, this tough dude. So in that, um, in that regret, when, like at the end when they were talking about, you know, yeah, you better not be here because I will kick your ass. I did, I did find meaning to it because you see that it's not, it's not the friends that are pushing him back. It's actually just himself. Yeah, and, that's true. And you know, that's so it, true. It, it makes you see that um, everybody wants more for him ex- except for for himself. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I. I don't know. I. I really. Yeah, like that's that true. Um, any other flaws? No. Good. Yeah. I thought the the scene not not on the flaw side, but another just great moment in that movie. The scene where. Uh, where basically he tells Minnie Driver like you're gonna be gone in a few years. Like why am I even bothering trying to make this situation work? Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to like force out of him what's wrong with him, and like he finally breaks down and tells her like his whole story. That shit's so emotional because out of nowhere he just snaps and like breaks into like angry Matt Damon character, mm-hmm. and that's something we've never really seen before in any movie. So when that happens, everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Like freeze because you don't know what's gonna happen. Right. And that scene's just super memorable too. It's super sad but super memorable. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the soundtrack in this movie? Did you notice it? I did not notice the soundtrack on this. Weird. Did you? Oh yeah, I love the soundtrack for this movie. Really? Yeah, it's it's like acoustic, like mm-hmm. guitar and, and like really soft piano. So it's stuff that I can listen to while I'm you know not trying to be focused on the music. Mm-hmm. It's good background music. Okay. Um, initial rating. I guess my initial rating will be the same one as my final rating. I was actually thinking about this too. Is if we haven't seen the more the movie before, we almost have to have it on like a scale of the bracket. So, ideally, we have, like, a 99 percentile movie in our bracket. Like, what's a movie that we know is the closest thing to perfection? Mm-hmm. And we have to judge our movies by the bracket rating. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Same way I was saying, like, the X-Men Origins Wolverine rating. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that movie. I, I always gave it, like, a 6 or a 7. But if we were putting it in the bracket, it would be, like, a 4 or a 5. Right. So, I don't know how to make that into context, but... Maybe what we can do is initial from when I saw it, and then final after me and you talked about it because maybe you changed my uh my my points on something that i initially thought Mm -hmm. so we can do it like that i'd like to offer a gold bloom award though for for matt damon and robin williams in this movie 
they both did roles that I've never really seen them play before. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Um, I, I think Matt Damon was playing a, a similar character, but we've never seen him take that angry step in any movie mm-hmm. before. Yeah, and that's where yeah. I, I start to notice like he actually has talent in this movie versus some of the other stuff where he's just playing, you know. Yeah, I feel like young Matt Damon so different from the 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 born now the born Matt Damon. Well, not only that, because like at least right there he was like a badass, but like I don't know, maybe maybe The Martian really really changed the way I see Matt Damon because he was. I don't yeah, know. maybe. But another flaw about this movie, kind of off topic, but. They're supposed to be like 20, 21 in this movie. I don't even. I think he turned twenty one when they give him the car at the end of the movie, and it's like they are not twenty one years old. Get the fuck out of here! Right, they're both forty as fuck in right. this movie. <laughs> okay. Rating. So your first time rating, and, and obviously your bracket rating. I would say I give it an eight, and yeah, eight, eight all around. Eight. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Any notes we want to bring up about Goodwill Hunting before we move on? The ending of the movie is actually really, really good, and it's something that I like I, it. Something that I want to compare to Forrest Gump once we get to it, mm-hmm. but just real quickly on Forrest Gump, it's it's a story that's already been told, and, and you know the beginning, you know the middle, and you know the end. The really cool thing about Goodwill Hunting is it ends on an optimistic note where you where you just theorize where the movie's going to go after mm-hmm. that, and I always like those type of endings where it doesn't tell you exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. You can foresee it for yourself, but it, it leaves you on like this, all right, he's going to turn his life around now. He might still fall back into his old ways because, mm-hmm. you know, he is a damaged individual. But, like, the way he was just so confident in the leaving the note for Robin Williams and, and you know, telling Ben Affleck, I'm going to go see about a girl, basically. Um, one thing in the present-day reference for this movie is uh, the show Community does an mm-hmm. episode where the two, like, friends... I don't know if you ever watched Community. No. With, with, all right. Well, they do a whole thing where, like, they want one of their friends to go off and be great. Uh-huh. And he just starts saying, it's not your fault. And he uh, starts okay, saying, okay, like, okay. like, if you're sitting at this desk in 20 years, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> right. So it's really, really funny to me. Um, but there's not a lot of present-day references to this movie. Yeah, no, I agree. It's kind of it's kind of past its time. Um, best acting performance? I, I don't know if I just want to give it to Robin Williams just because it's Robin Williams. But I think I might just give it to Matt Damon. Really? Yeah. Wow. So are you are you saying that you want to give a Goldblum award? No. What I'm saying is that I don't know if because Ron Williams not here anymore, I'm trying to like give him more. He killed That's the role. True. That's he true. killed the role. I'm not saying he didn't, but I don't know if I'm tr- like if I just want to give him the the best award just because he's he's no longer. Well, if I could insert a little bit of a caveat, we had never seen Robin Williams have a performance like this. That's true. That's where it gets good. It's like. I don't. We're gonna bring up other movies, but Jim Carrey when he does movies that aren't him being silly, mm-hmm. you notice how good of an actor Jim Carrey is. Yes. So mm-hmm. Robin Williams when he breaks it down on the bench and explains everything beat by beat, why mm-hmm. he doesn't care about what what uh, Good Will Hunting or Will, Will Hunting is saying to him, mm-hmm. it's because he's such a good actor and it breaks it down for you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I give a lot of credit for him in, the, in these type of roles. Yeah. He has done serious work, but for the most part, they don't get recognized that often. This but like, is his only Oscar win. But like, oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Then I guess I really can't give it to him since he already got an award for it. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say, though, is that you kind of said the same thing about Matt Damon. Like, this is one of the roles where, like, you see how good of an actor he is. Yeah. So it, it's kind of hard to, um, you know, choose between both. But, I'm yeah, I'm still going with Matt Damon. Okay. Anything that you missed from the you? rewatch? Ratings? Or- I, my thing for the, for the Goldblum Award... I think they both deserve it, because you can't get Robin Williams' performance without Matt Damon being an unlikable tool. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's kind of a give and take. It's kind of like actors that make everybody better on screen. Mm -hmm. Matt Damon in that movie made everybody else good. How intense he was in certain roles made Minnie Driver a good actor for a minute. It made Robin Williams an even better actor in that scene. Just for a minute? (laughs) I don't know what else she's done, so I can't can't (laughs) judge it, but um, I just think he was, you know magnetic in this scene similar to Robin Williams every time you see Robin Williams on screen you cannot look away in this yeah, movie I agree. there's no there's no I'm gonna check my phone Robin mm-hmm. Williams is on screen you're, you're paying attention to every single beat he says yeah um, so that's where I get like my when I think about great acting performances it's the characters who like you know that they're acting somewhere in the room and you can't look away okay um, I like that biggest complaint about this movie from the media what do you think it would be biggest complaint yeah I've been thinking about like, about like a lot of people have like their opinions on movies that are that become like the normal complaint for a movie. Mm-hmm. So if you think about 
Um, the biggest complaint for Iron Man 3 is that Tony Stark was never actually in his Iron Man suit. That's just like kind of what the media goes on about. Okay. So I, I've been trying to think of a way to insert that into our, our notes. Like, there, there is obvious complaints about a lot of movies that people just know. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, so what are you asking me? Is like, there a biggest complaint that you know about this movie, basically? No, okay. I don't. Okay, maybe that's one for another movie. Um, my my first time watching this movie, I think I gave it maybe a seven. Okay. I wasn't that, like, I really didn't get it. I think that's why I was holding off so much on watching it. Uh, because it's obviously all over Facebook. Except when we have to, uh, you know, review a movie. Yeah. But won't get into that just yet. Yeah. But besides that, I, I, I hold off on watching that movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and now it's, it could... It could easily be one of my favorite movies. Which is weird, right? When yeah. There's movies out there that you that, that you, you know are yep, good, you've but been you just sleeping never on for yeah. a while. That's yeah. It's... Um, yeah, I think we're good for Forrest. Uh, good to get the Forrest Gump though. Okay. Um, and fortunately, like our Jurassic Park episode, this is the 24th year anniversary of Forrest Gump being released in theaters. Wow. So the 90s were, or not the 90s? Yeah, the 90s were a grand old time to be at the movies. Right. Jurassic Park and Forrest Gump in theaters at the exact same time. Well, I was going to say, now that we're in um, in Forrest Gump, I think the only two other movies that beat Forrest Gump in the in the box office was E.T. and Jurassic Park. Every- Spielberg's. Yeah, that's it. Getting at it. Um, so, initial thoughts from Forrest Gump. I, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. Really? I, I Dude, it was one of my favorite movies for a very long time. Ooh. I don't know why. It's, Weird. Yeah, it's just... I. Just a good movie, in in my yeah. op- in my opinion, it's one of Tom Hanks' best movies. That's pretty easy to say. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I like Tom Hanks' work a lot. He has really good Castaway and the the Terminal, really good movies. You forgot Saving Private Ryan, but continue. Yes, but <laughs> I won't get into that. Um, yeah, one of my uh, favorite movies. Right on. It's really long. It's, it's really. So long. Really long. Might as well be a TV show. Yeah, but I think, I think I know, I know what they're going through because like one of the first uh, things that that Tom Hanks says is, if I can think really, um, really hard, I can probably think of my first memory. You know, so like from from the beginning, you already think, oh shit, this is, I'm gonna be here for a while. Yeah. You know, so if if you get past that. There's a lot of good things with that movie. And and I like the little Easter eggs and whatever they're doing, throwing like, oh, oh Tom God. Hanks was... They're so on the nose. <laughs> they're so great. I, uh, I, I'll argue that's one of the biggest flaws of the movie. Really? You, yeah. you did not like that? I thought it was... We'll get to it. I don't know. I just, I, I really like that. And for a long time, I was like, is this movie based on a true story? Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I had to keep telling myself that this movie came out in 1994, uh-huh. so I wasn't really um, in the mindset of a 1994 viewer. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking of it as, as now, so I had to keep telling myself, like, no, this got released a long time ago. If tra- people try to make these references in movies now, it would get roasted. You think so? Oh, yes. Why? Because there's so many places that he had to be, and then nobody notices him. Like, he's met two different presidents, he had all these different journeys, and... At no point was somebody like, hey, you're really famous. You know, they did. And that, uh, remember when uh, when that dude in the bench made fun of him? He was like, oh, so you're telling me you're the CEO of, um, yeah. of Bubblegum Shrimp, Shrimp. Bubble Shrimp? And then he just laughs it off? Yeah. But, I mean, he, if he was the real CEO, he would have been in a newspaper. Somebody would have seen him. It wouldn't have been so unbelievable. Maybe. He had met two presidents. He had been on the ping pong tournament where he was literally on live TV for everybody. Yeah. It's pretty tough to <laughs> not recognize him once you see it. Now. Maybe now. That could... Uh, that yeah, could, Instagram days. That can probably... Um, what did you say? Present uh, day reference? Yeah. No, not a reference, but like complaints. Yeah. That could be a complaint. Yeah. Saying, um, you know, he can't, he can't get away with that type of shit. Yeah, that's true. No. When did you first watch it? Do you remember? No, I don't remember, to be honest. I probably saw it when I was seven. Wow. It was on TV, and I was like, oh, let me... And I, and I probably didn't watch it all the way. It was, it's like, mid through, and I don't know, he was probably already on his jog through through the whole Yeah, nation. so you, you, like, vaguely saw it? Yeah. Right on. Um, but, I, like I said, I, I, after that, I saw that movie countless amount of times. Yeah. I saw it for the first time this week. 
Nice. It was pretty fun. It was a fun movie. Yeah. What's your initial thought? That's tough, man, because it's it's the same way I feel about a lot of movies that everybody loves. Like, I understand the love for this movie, because mm-hmm. it makes total sense why people gravitate towards it. Right. Tom Hanks makes such a performance, you totally believe he's Forrest Gump the whole movie. Yeah. At no point do you like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. It's Tom like Hanks, you're, right. you're into it as, as him being Forrest. The more the complaint is just like, it was so 90s feel with mm-hmm. the references and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I get into the, like, I understand, but I don't have to love it myself. Right. Like, I get why everybody gravitates towards it. I might, at a different time watching it for the first time, will have that gravitation. But with the story being told, I just have a different view of it than a lot of people, I think. How do you feel about Mrs. Underwood being there? Robin Wright? Jenny Curran. Yeah, Robin Wright. That, yeah. She's the one yeah, who plays yeah. um, on House of Cards. What do you mean? How do I feel about her as an actress? Or uh, no, I I, in that role. Cause as that character? As that, yeah. I don't want to talk about Jenny yet. Really? Why? Why? I'm tabling that for a word that rhymes with flaw. So best moments of the movie. I want to say it's, and I cannot remember his name. Um, Bubba? Lieutenant Dan? Benjamin. Benjamin? The shrimp guy? The Bubba. Guy, is that his name? Bubba. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they call it, Bubba Gump. Yeah. I, I, he was super funny. That I, I love him. I like, love the moment where, you, where they meet Lieutenant Dan, and they're, Are you guys twins? <laughs> they look at each other all weird <laughs> sideways, like, well, no, we're not related. <laughs> that moment made me laugh out loud. No, I like when they're putting uh, together their, their guns. And everybody's quiet, and you know, um, Tom Hanks kicking ass, yeah. like assembling his gun. Crazy and OCD this guy, kid. And, yeah, and this guy's just talking about shrimp nonstop. And I'm like, <laughs> fried how is, shrimp, <laughs> grilled shrimp. I'm like, how is nobody telling shrimp. him anything? You yeah. know, like. Yeah, uh, exactly. I actually said that when I was watching. I was like, that guy couldn't be my friend. I'd lose my fucking mind. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's probably my <laughs> favorite, pasta. favorite scene and favorite character. <laughs> yeah, he was super funny. When they're washing the floor, too, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all the different kinds of shrimp and it's just like (laughs) dude it's been four years yeah other best moments I thought the moment where him and Lieutenant Dan are in the storm in the like hurricane or or, Mm -hmm. it was probably a hurricane if they're on the east with them like being the only people who survived it I thought that was awesome because it it actually gave to me it gave Lieutenant Dan the battle back he always wanted Mm -hmm. to die in battle right and I honestly thought like a little bit of me thought he was going to die during that storm Mm mhm because he always wanted to die in battle, so he actually got to fight another battle right. with the storm, atta- like basically attacking the ship. Mm-hmm. And everybody else's ships ships got wrecked, and Lieutenant Dan and Forrest come back, and they're all happy, and, and you know they're right. the survivors, and then they get to have like their surviving shrimp business. But I thought Lieutenant Dan's like story arc altogether was super funny because of that. Um, I also love when Lieutenant Dan finally gets to the dock, and uh-huh. Forrest jumps off the boat, like all retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was super, super funny. And then I finally understand where it's from, the those memes, or the gifts, where right. he's running off the ship. I mm-hmm. never understood the context of it, but it's even funnier. How do you feel now that, um, because Apple is this huge, you know, industry, yeah. how do you feel about, like, him buying Apple, but not, uh, like, right now, because obviously right now you're like, yeah. he's fucking He invested sad. in some fruit. He's fu- yeah. It's so but, like, stupid. I thought it was fucking... It's another time where I just rolled my eyes, I was like, really, guys? <laughs> but the thing is, like... Like you said, ninety four. Okay, yeah, Apple. It's acceptable. It's just it's just a company now. Yeah. It's just like well, even bubblegum shrimp is huge. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Dude. So yes. like, if you have one percent in either of those shares, you're good. You're for life. Yeah. So you know, I don't mind it that much. If you're gonna do the bubblegum shrimp thing, you might as well do the Apple thing on top of it to right. so know that he's balling out of control. Yeah. No. Um. Best quotes of the movie. Box of chocolates for sure. Really? Yeah. So it's overrated. So memorable. All right. I'll give you it. What about you? I think when whenever he had a like whenever he had to talk about a death when he talked about his mom dying or whenever he, he talked about Bubba dying mm-hmm. he would immediately go and that's all I have to say about that and would change the subject like that mm-hmm. was just like it, it it broke you back down to like his so, like, level and you're like all right we're good he doesn't want to talk about it mm-hmm. and it, you kind of felt for him in that in that sentence alone like because in the story he's he's living it and you're kind of just like wow this is kind of crazy for him but when he says that line it kind of hits you as like oh dude you're sitting right next to this guy on this bench right yeah I get you I get you keep moving um it's a good defense mechanism for him and then another one not really best quote but best moment when he finds out that his son is the little boy and he like kind of steps back and literally is like is he is he like me right how touching that was shit that? was Fuck. brutal like damn son and then to find out like your son's the the kid from the sixth sense i know right yeah that's he sees dumb people yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was biggest flaws just 
how long the movie was. Really? Um, it's it's too long. Okay. It's too long. I, I love the movie, but I don't want to sit down and watch it for three hours. Bro. Uh, you know, like I get it. Every everything is important. Is, yeah, every but it, maybe you can cut maybe cut the movie in half, and I'll be like, okay. Talking about that, do you think they would ever part make one, a part two? Do you think they would ever make a a sequel? I hope not. Really? Who would you get to play him? Tom Hanks. Tom again? Hanks with as older an older Forrest as Gump, older what, Forrest. What would Gump? his journey be? He has. It's been thirty years. But what would his journey be? His the, what he did after his son. But all he ever cared about during the movie Forrest Gump was being with Jenny. Yeah, but now he has another important factor, which is his son. But his son is gonna be okay. How do you know that? Because the son is his son's gonna be smart. He's already reading Forrest Gump books, and Forrest Gump has all the money in the world, so he can get him tutoring. He can get him into whatever school he needs to be in. The kid will be fine. You know how life is. Shit will pop up. I'm just saying, there, you, there's, there's... You want a movie where the son dies at, like, age 12, and Forrest Gump has to go on another fun run. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that's Dude, all I want. no way. <laughs> I don't want to see that movie at all. Talking about depressing. First I lost Jenny. Right. Then I lost little Forrest. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks, Francisco, for the sequel. <laughs> no, I think I'm good with that. Um, my biggest flaws, honestly, is, is all the references. It makes sense for the 90s movie to do it. But as I'm watching it, like the Watergate thing was so on the nose where, where they had the flashlights in the, in the office room. So I think something's going on in there, I, keeping me awake. And it's just like, all right, that was legitimately like one of the biggest events in American history. And you're having Forrest Gump discover it in his motel room. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. You don't, th- can, you don't really think we can pull that off? They can pull that off now? I don't know. I don't think a movie would even try. Unless, you're, unless it's Deadpool, like, trying to make a joke of it. Right. But, like, trying to honestly say that he invented Bubblegum Shrimp and invested in Apple and discovered Watergate and played ping pong in China on, you know, you know, and War, War Hero. I, I think, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think it was acceptable for that time. And I also have a theory, and it's kind of fucked up, but it's a theory. Okay. He isn't all there. Right. What okay. if he is remembering his story and piecing it together with other people's stories? What do you mean? What if he didn't actually uh, discover the Watergate thing? What if he didn't actually play ping pong in China? And that's why people didn't recognize him on the bench. He's just, he knows somebody played ping pong in China and he was pretty good at ping pong. So, you know, he was part of that story, but I kind of feel like shit for assuming that, that he's No, 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 no. That's actually very interesting. I, I didn't. Just not the fact that he wasn't good at ping pong, but the fact that he didn't actually go to China right. to play that. And Somebody he probably else didn't went, mean. The... And maybe he had the thought connection, but it kind of just, we're kind of, you know. Forest Gate. Forest Gate. I don't know. I, I think it's, for the sake of the story, no, I, 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 it makes sense. I'm not, I'm actually on board just because it makes more sense that way. But it takes you're literally he had such just, an amazing life. But though. it ruins the movie. Yeah, you're literally you did, yeah. ruining the movie yeah. if you think about it like this. Yeah, which I really hate it. So sorry. No, it's not okay. I, I said I was sorry. It doesn't mean it's second okay. biggest flaw. Jenny is a fucking bitch. I hate. And I hate I her. Fucking I hate, hate Jenny so much. with all of my heart. I hate her so much. I understand her character. It's kind of I the same way I feel about the movie. I understand her character's journey. She had a shitty upbringing. She had a shitty life. But the whole time, she had Forrest there with a hand open. Mm-hmm. And she didn't take his hand until yeah. she knew she was dying. Not, and not, that yes. pisses me off. Not only, yes. And you can say, like, she made all the decisions to take care of her kid and to make sure her kid had the best life. And that's 100% fine. But you didn't tell Forrest about the kid for three or four years. Right. And that's where I get even more mad. Imagine, yeah, imagine if she was healthy. Would she ever tell him? Exactly. And that's where it makes me mad. Right. She only told him so the son had a... A safe place to go. I hate how much you're making me hate Forrest Gump right now. You're killing one of my movies. And I'm, but you like, just no, said this you didn't is, like Jenny. I, I know, but like, you're making. You, I'm on board with what you're saying, which which is making me like rethink my whole life about Forrest Gump. All right. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious no, flaws of the movie. She was a bitch. No, I. I and that's the thing too is I feel bad for her character 99 percent of the movie. But it's when you do that move of not telling him for four years because he was on a fun run, like he was impossible to find even though he was all over the news. Like, hey, shoot a fucking line down so Forrest can stop his little run around the country. Right. And be like, hey, we have a kid. You on can the come back whenever. Yeah, on the like, newspaper. literally no big deal to just tell him. Yeah. Then I, again, they didn't have cell phones or Facebook back then. So. Right, but he was on the news. They were tracking every mile he walked. He ran. 
That's true. That's they true. literally had him on the news. So that's where, I, like, you're right that they didn't have cell phones. They couldn't have just texted each other. Mm-hmm. But the news was literally tracking him around the country. They knew where he was. So yeah. if she cared enough to find him, she could have found him. I agree. And yeah. he had all the money in the world. So he and could some. have helped out. <laughs> yeah, he invested all... in Apple. Him and Steve Jobs were tight. Yeah. So there's no excuse other than her just being, like, knowing that she wasn't right for him. Mm-hmm. And that's also kind of her being a good person. Because she knew that she was not the the wife that he needed because she needed to go do her own thing. Mm-hmm. She would have never been happy if she would have stuck around at age 20. She needed to, you know, live her own life. But then at the end of the life, for her basically just to cash in mm-hmm. on Forrest's success right. Right. and give him the son, you can say from Forrest's point of view that he got to be with Jenny in the end and he got to have the son and take care of the son. So from his point of view, which is, you know, he's the main story. He's the narrator, so he's going to say how he likes it. Mm-hmm. But from the outside perspective, you know, nobody was there to be like, yo, this girl's fucking bad. Right. She's not the one for you. Just because she was nice to you on a bus 30 years ago doesn't mean she's the well, one Well, she wasn't nice to him on a bus 30 years ago. They were friends till fucking almost college. Or college. So th- they were tight the whole time. But okay. I-, I-, I do see what you're saying of... Her not wanting to be with him till he was fucking filthy rich and dying. I don't think the money kid. had had a big deal. To no, do with I, it. I don't either. I kind of just want to throw it in there just yeah. to like shame her a little more. But at the same time, like, yeah, like. But it's also a story about people and nobody's perfect. I mean, Lieutenant Dan Bubba was kind was. of a fucking asshole, but Lieutenant, I mean, but Bubba and Forrest were basically twins. They were both a little bit off. I, I yeah, off mentally. Mm-hmm. But Lieutenant Dan was I, a complete dude, asshole. I never, I never thought about that. About there being something wrong with Bubba. Really? Yeah, I just thought he liked shrimp. Because his whole family well, was he's, doing he's it. Well, he's OCD like Forrest is, though. That's why he says every single type of shrimp when, when he's telling the story. It's the same mindset, just a different way of, okay. of uh, expressing it. I hate how it. you've seen it once if you broke it down more than I've seen it 20 times. But I had the bracket eyes on it. You know when you watch a movie? Oh, okay, yeah. With the, with the mindset of you're going to talk about it, you start to pick out flaws. Right, okay. Okay. Not really flaws, but... No, but I, I do see what you're saying, because it's... And it, what's weird about my complaint, too, is that I can justify the reasons for every decision they made, but I still don't have to like it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I understand why they made Jenny the character she is. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make it fun for me to watch it, because I'm just like, dude, he got played. Right. Like, w- one way or another, he said, you mean to tell me that he couldn't have found anybody to be with that would have made him happy the way that Jenny did? There's plenty of nice ladies out there who would have been super good to him. You really think so? I don't know. There's a lot of in bad the girls 90s, out there, too. Yeah. Especially, like, where he was at. You know, and, like, the in people the he was with. Yeah. No, no. Yes. Not a- <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, best acting performance. Oh, actually, first. Did you notice the soundtrack in this movie? Yes. Alan Silvestri. Yeah. No, Come I on, did. I did. I, I, I can't you. say no to At that. least we got that one. I mean, it hits you in the nose. Like, it's either I listen to the soundtrack or I watch a feather fly. I kind of have to, you know, choose one or the other. What is with that feather, though? I think it's... I don't know, but you're Mr. Breakdown uh, expert, so let me let me hear it. I don't call me an expert about anything. I'm very, very dumb. Um, I think the whole thing is just like, we were with the feather for his story. So the feather dropped and he put it in his book. And the second the feather flew away, his story was done. So? so we're literally just on a feather watching this one guy's story. Okay. That's all I got for you. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was, I don't know. It was maybe like, because the feather drifts, and that's kind of like what Forrest Gump does. Like, like they told him like, oh, think about your future. And he was like, oh, okay, and I guess I'll go into the army. And then like... That annoys me too. He would have been a badass football player, and they just had him go to the, to the army. Right? He would have been decent. Dude. I was thinking well, about... No, but this is the thing. Would He would have made more money though. Going and playing well football, done. or then then investing Probably in more brain damage too. That's fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Army saved his life. Right. Bro. And almost killed him too. USA. USA. Uh, okay. Get that oil. Get, Get that, that oil. oil. <laughs> wow. You guys are some pieces of shit. On the week after the Fourth of July. Mm-mm-mm. Best acting performance. I don't know if I, if I want to give it to Tom Hanks, but what other acting performance? Lieutenant Dan was... He was cool, but he didn't do shit. He didn't break the, like, break the book. He kind of just, you know... Who did? In your eyes. 
Oh, no, I thought, I, thought, I thought that's what you were saying. I thought you were oh, saying that no, Forrest nobody, really... Forrest carries the movie. Yeah. Everybody else is, is, a, is a character in his story. Yeah, no, there's there's not other, another another is, is significant a, character. Is that this I, a Goldblum nominee? I guess so. Let's you'd say Tom that. Hanks? Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think. I like Lieutenant Dan a lot. He was honestly my favorite character in the movie. Because mm-hmm. he was just so um, relatable when right. it comes to like right. his decisions and why he was a certain way he was. He wanted to die in battle, so I kind of sympathize with his character. Do you, do you want to die in battle? Is that why you're uh, relating to him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just see him, his whole family, his grandfather, his father, you know, everybody before him died in battle. So when he didn't get that opportunity, I totally understood why he was mad. Because mm-hmm. certain people want to die on their shield. Right. So, like, Forrest literally robbed him of that. And, and I was actually thinking when he when he took him out of the the forest, mm-hmm. and he was yelling at Forrest Gump, like, you let me die here, do-do-do-do. I was thinking in my head, I was like, I don't know when it's going to happen in the story, but I can totally foresee a long time where Lieutenant Dan's going to be mad at him, but he will apologize at the end. So it was predictable in a good way. Yeah. Because Lieutenant Dan just had, like, a really good payoff. And you can tell how much he actually cares for him. Lieutenant Dan. With the, hor- with the horse scene? Yeah. When they're like, like, what are you, stupid? stupid? Yeah, yeah and, and he just fucking yeah. flips out. Yeah. Like, that... Ah, oh, one of the best quotes. It wasn't with Lieutenant Dan. But it's when uh, Jenny's like trying to walk away and he's like trying to marry her. And he's all, I may not be smart, but I do know what love is. And walks away like, fucking cold, bro. Right, right. Just walk away from her. And, and I think it's somewhere in my notes here, but I, I did want to say that the whole movie is just memorable quotes. Like, there is so many. If, like, if you pay attention to them, like, especially like the scenes where he's a little kid, there's so many memorable scenes mm-hmm. right there where he's like, Jenny didn't come to school today. Fucking, I don't know what's. That was, yeah, I fucking the the Jenny's childhood storyline. Whenever they do that shit tough. in movies, it pisses me off. It's tough. Um, I think that's it though for Forrest Gump. What was your rating first time watching it? First time watching it probably has to be a. Let's go with a five. A five. Yeah. From childhood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, my first time watching Forrest Gump was actually this week, but I gave it a eight, eight point five ish. Nice. I like I said, I really liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't love it. It's not my cup of tea when it comes to movie telling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I accept greatness when I see it. So you know, in in the bracket scoring, it's up there for for one of the best movies in our bracket. It's just not one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and that's where I lay my vote for the opposite. And I'm assuming your vote is for. Mr. Gump? Nope. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's for Goodwill Hunting. This is amazing. And our winner, with a little bit of a surprise for me, Goodwill <laughs> Hunting. Moving on. I was expecting a little bit of a fight on this. I I I went I went into this uh this matchup thinking it's Forrest Gump all the way. But then as soon as I saw Goodwill Hunting and the way they told the movie in the right amount of time compared to Forrest Gump, just basically not basically blabbering. For fucking on on a on a on a on a bus stop for a while, really, I was like, because <laughs> by the way, assaulting people with his words, just literally, I'm gonna tell you a story now. Yeah, and uh, it's like I gotta I'm not go. To you. I, you know, I got I got somewhere to be. Yeah, you know, but like at the same time, it's I like movies where I think. Yeah. you know, like I'm 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 always been like that where I like I like a movie where like you know I have to break something down, and as much as I love Forrest Gump, you know, like. I, I'm gonna have to give it to Goodwill Hunting. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. Color me shocked. Yeah, I. I'm like I said before. I'm a big fan of Forrest Gump. It just wasn't, it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Totally understand it. It's kind of the same way I feel about a lot of like the classic movies that people say are great movies. Like I get why you think it's great, but mm-hmm. I don't have to watch it every night before I go to bed. Right. Like, it's just not for me. I agree. Um. So that being said, nothing but nonsense is gonna start now. Uh, we had some fan questions this week. The number one fan question from everybody who I've talked to about our show, you know, the Bracket Podcast at Bracket Podcast on Twitter. Nice. Check it out. It gets lit in there. It I, really I, does. I've seen some of the tweets. Whew. It's fun there, in there. It's all hype, though, really. It is. just keeps you, keeps you wanting more. Yeah. Um, the biggest question we've had is, where do we come up with our matchups? And I have to defer this question to our producer, who must not be named. Producer, where do we come up with our matchups? I put them in a hat. <laughs> no. Great answer. Back to you, Francisco. Where do you come up with our matchups? Um, 
I picked from the from the movies that nailed it. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, Forrest Gump over here. How do we choose any of the matchups, or what do you in specific? Well, the matchups that we that we've already had that we've created. So like Deadpool versus Black Panther was was our first matchup. I thought that was a fair matchup because they were both very original in the comic book space that mm-hmm. they were in. Um, then we had other matchups like Back to the Future and Interstellar where there was time travel involved, but it was very loosely based in time travel. Yeah. I, um, I try to have themes, basically. Yeah. That's really it. It's just a theme. So we're going to have matchups going forward where we're going to have a scary movie theme. We're going to have a comedy theme matchup. Um, nothing really that very, very deeply thought out. We very much just like to keep it loose. So our next matchup... Our producer's about to hand it over. Oh my. It is time for one of the bracket number one seeds to get out there and and compete. Iron Man versus the Dark Knight next week, guys. Make sure you watch up on that one. That is going to be a show. The theme is billionaire. Billionaire philanthropist? Who gets their parents murdered. That's it. So we're doing back-to-back depressing episodes. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, so that was it for episode 10's matchup. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you can find me at, at Flippies all, all day. Wait, no more nonsense? We can keep doing nonsense, but I want to plug it before the end. Um, you can find Cisco at Just Cisco on Twitter. Our producer must not be named, but I'm sure if you really want to find out who it is, a couple of retweets and likes, you'll see who it is. Figured out. Um... <laughs> More nothing but nonsense going forward, so if you want to stick around, please do. Um, I just did a rewatch of Ready Player One. You haven't seen it yet. We need to do a nothing but nonsense just about this movie sometime, so you need to get to that sometime. Okay. You should. You um, should read the book and then... Oh, God, don't punish him. The book is so amazing. You know how many we'll books I've read in my whole life? Three. I think half of one. Okay, that's oh, fucked up. Funny. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I've read three books my whole life. All right, um, our next nothing but nonsense fan question... Is there any movie that you will never watch again for a certain reason? Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman, our producer says he'll never watch that movie again. Is this just bracket-wise or just movie-wise? Movie-wise. So, like, is there any movie that you refuse to watch again? I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go with Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) What is his fucking problem? I love how he asked me. As soon as I, I give him my answer is... He's the worst person on earth. Well, you might be. I might be. Cabin in the Woods is fucking amazing. It's so original. Okay. Is there? Do you have no moral compass to originality? Apparently originality not. is all that's left in Hollywood, and they're ignoring it. They're making more comic book movies that are exactly the same. And remakes. And remakes and spin-off Star Wars stories, and all these stories that are in random universes, and you finally have a movie that's in its own universe. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it bad. At least it's not the same thing we've already seen before. Right. Unbelievable. I'm sorry. What is your uh, movie you won't watch ever again? Um, Probably The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. There's a really unnecessary scene. I guess the the (laughs) Polish version of the movie has an even longer scene. Oh, wow. And a lot more dark stuff in that. But for the most part, I don't need to see that kind of stuff. It just doesn't put me in a good mental state. So, mm-hmm. you know, avoid those movies at all costs. Um, Producer? The Greatest Showman. Oh, right. Yeah. The musical. I think you need to give it another chance because it's not as bad as you think it is. It's a bad musical. It's Maybe High great. School Musical, now that we're... I prefer High School Musical. I don't I've like never those seen movies. Oh, You've never seen High no. School Musical? Bless your Zero heart. Life. Yeah. I, I, I know all the songs. Oh, my God. I, no, I, I won't even try. Um, no, musicals don't usually make the list for me, because I don't hate is. him enough. I love how proud he is. I, love, I know all the songs of the list. <laughs> I know. Our producer is the one who voted for the La La Land producer matchup. Nice. Yes. And he just started singing and dancing over here. So. I did. With headphones on. Nice. Uh, I can't think of any other movies I refuse to watch again, though. There's not a lot. I give every movie a fair shake. Mm. Actually, I tried watching Mamma Mia. That's a musical I tried watching, and it I just didn't do it for me. I haven't seen that yet, but I'm not excited. Mamma Mia? No, I haven't seen that either. They made a no. sequel, too, that I didn't want to watch it's, either. It's coming out. So oh, it's not out yet? Not yet. Oh. But I can only assume it's just bad. Yeah. But I'll get, I, I, I'll have to watch the first one, then. 
Yeah, Jeez. I tried watching it with my wife one time, and I literally just got up and did dishes instead. You got up and did dishes yeah. instead? That's, that's a I bad movie. I was just over it. Yeah. No. It, well, I mean, it's not for me. That's the thing. My no. wife loves that movie, but it's just not for me. No, this is the thing. If I have to get up for anything to do dishes... It's, 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 it's fucking <laughs> I gotta start horrible. doing some chores, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if it's so bad, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning up. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anybody want some laundry folded? Right. Like, I got you I, right I, now. I got you right now. You... <laughs> That's a good way to get me to do some chores around the house. So I'm watching Mamma Mia, right. what are you doing? Uh, guess, laundry, I guess. Right? <laughs> guess I'll wash, I'll clean the bathroom. <laughs> you know where this 409 is? <laughs> Uh, that's it for fan questions though please uh, tweet us some more fan questions so we can get to them um, like and retweet the episode when it's posted uh, retweets are obviously encouraged I would love to get uh, some more listeners to the show um, and more fan questions because that's that's always more fun than the actual movie talk <laughs> yeah um, any suggestions on how to make the show better keep that shit to yourself because we don't care about your opinions um, if you have complaints about matchups you know Put your face into your fist or something. I don't know wow. what to do with you. Like, or we can just go with the first one where they can just tell us what we can improve on. Right, right. You could totally do that, but please run your face into a wall. <laughs> wow. This is our show, and you're not listening. Okay. Wait, I got a review for the Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp oh, review. Yes. No spoilers. All right, go watch it. It's actually that good. Yes, I like it. No way. I I was actually holding off on. On watching the second one, just how, in my opinion, the first one wasn't very good. It was it, funny, though. It actually threw me off from a lot of Marvel movies. Yeah. That's why I didn't watch Thor 3, and that's why I didn't watch... Um, Guardians? Guardians. Because of... of didn't uh, Guardians come out before Ant-Man? I don't know. But for sure, I didn't I didn't watch Thor 3 because, uh, because of Ant-Man. So... Definitely did. If, if you think it's worth watching, like, okay, well, continue. Oh, that was my... That's what, that was my whole review. Go watch it. Watch it. Dude, that was in depth. Dude. Yeah. Was, Did you write that down? It was very tiny. Like the movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well. That was the bracket. That was the bracket. Thanks for listening, Thanks. guys. Um, please follow, retweet, all that good stuff. This is uh, Rogue Jedi Rich. Francisco. And our producer. See you next time. Make sure you watch um, Dark Knight and Iron Man for next week's matchup. Put your vote in the tweets or on Facebook, wherever you see us. I might actually put that on Twitter. See if we have a... A poll. That'd be cool. A poll, yeah. That's cool. See, see, what, see what people are thinking. You know what's cool about those polls is it's going to get more people involved. And that's why look forward to we are going to release the full bracket soon. So you guys can put your brackets out there, and if you guys start sharing it, we might get some more listeners, so I'm on board with that. Um, you know, I'm not trying to just get listeners out of this, but it would be fun to have more people here. Yeah, build a community. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be sick if you can just, you know, rant about cool stuff. That'd yeah. That'd be awesome. So. I would love to hear people debate in the tweets about which movies are better. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be Me really too. good. And you guys can make your own. We can make a fan page. The Brackies. The Brackies. The, bra the Bracket Boys. Bracket and girls. Boys. Girls that are loud, of course. Can I say that? Brackies and the brackets. The brackies. Let's just go the with brackets. the brackets. The brackets. <laughs> the brackets. That's good. Bra yeah. Brackets and brackets. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching. See you next time. Or listening. Fuck, why do I always say watching? <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs>